ever wanted to break out of your cubicle and into a business where you can call the shots? You Break Guy Fix is looking for passionate self-starters interested in a franchise opportunity in the booming electronics repair industry. At You Break Guy Fix, we help reconnect people to the devices that they rely on so that they can get back to what matters most. This is a big responsibility. And from the moment you join our family, our franchisees are provided with the resources and support to bring affordable and convenient electronics repair to your community. Did we mention that with amazing partners like Samsung and Google, you Break iFix franchisees also have access to the highest quality parts and personalized training out there, as well as specialized tools? It's true. And it's also easy to visit youbreakifix.com forward slash franchising and learn more about your big break at your very own You Break iFix. Are you ready? Let's make some noise, come on. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the latest edition of the Broad Street Line. I am Roy Burton. Alongside me, as always, my tag team partner, a man who did not get released by the WWE this week, although <laughs> many others did, one Chris Domingo. Mr. Domingo, how are you doing, as always, during the pandemic, air quote, Saturday morning, sir? Roy, I'm doing great. I didn't get released, and yes. we have another round of basketball to talk about, even though Wednesday will will, will be another day that lives in infamy in philadelphia sports because we cannot remove ourselves from the term meniscus we cannot uh, we cannot remove our we remove ourselves from the term day-to-day -day. Yeah, I, I mean like it it really felt just like a bad like flashback yeah so so the, the title of this of this episode is called pleasure and pain for a reason again not just a shout out to the 112 album uh, from many <laughs> years back but again when we experience pleasure in this town we also experience pain as Chris Domingo talked about, literal literal pain for one Joel Hans Embiid, who was not there at game. Well, he was at game five. He was not in the uniform of game five um, after tearing his meniscus in game four. So we will discuss that. We will discuss the Sixers moving on in the NBA playoffs after beating the Wizards in said game five to move on to face the Atlanta Hawks in the second round of the Eastern Conference uh, playoffs in the semifinals. And we have plenty of other NBA news to get to as well. We have some football news to get to because, as as you guys know, if you look at the calendar, a couple <laughs> days ago was June first. Even June though, 1st, even, even though technically you really didn't even need to wait for that day. That was that's just one of those like I don't know like unofficial days where it's like we're, we're, we're like you hear about the start of free agency where like oh you can actually talk to teams now. Even though like people have been talking for uh, I mean like I mean when you see like I don't know AJ Brown like I don't know like openly talking about Julio Jones, like that's tampering, right? <laughs> uh, it's kind of tamperish. It's very, it was very tamperish. Yeah. So yeah. So June 1st was a few days ago. So the official official season for those guys who may be on the move after June 1st due to con due to, you know, due to the way contracts are structured, that's officially going on now. Again, as Chris mentioned before, you know, all the, even uh, though, even though as talk. we're talking June 3rd, when this airs June 5th, mm -hmm. Zach, Zachary Ertz, will still be a Philadelphia Eagle. I'm gonna yeah, I'm gonna go out on a limb and say by the time this airs on Philly Cam 106.5, Zach Ertz will still be a Philadelphia Eagle. But we'll talk about all that stuff again. When we discuss the Eagles. And then later in the show, we will save some time. We will talk some wrestling and not just the product in the ring, but the product outside of the ring. Big news in the world of wrestling uh when it comes to releases, as we mentioned before, and po a possible sale. We'll get into all that again, as always, on this edition of the Broad Street Line. As we always say, sit back, relax, take a ride on the Broad Street Line the future. Sports Talk Radio has finally arrived. Any shout-outs, sir? Uh, no, let's just give the usual thank yous. As we always do, thank you guys out there for listening to us and supporting us here. Whether you listen every Saturday on one, at 106.5 FM, WPPM LP Philadelphia in Philly, or whether you listen on the TuneIn app, wherever you are, you can download the TuneIn app, do a search for the Philly Cam Station, and listen to our show again every Saturday morning at 10 a.m. Eastern, or you can download us wherever you get your podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher Radio, Tune in radio, Google Play, Spotify, Spreaker. Just do a search for the Broadstreet Line. Download us to your phone, your iPad, your computer, your MP3, MP3 enabled device. Take us with you on the go 24 7, 365. Or if you have 
an Amazon Alexa enabled device via Spotify with that John to say, Hey, Alexa, play the <laughs> latest edition of the Broad Street line on Spotify, and she will do that for you because Alexa is good like that. Again, we are a very, very accessible podcast. And speaking of accessible, we are on the Twitter machine. Chris is at SKD215. If you want to give him a follow, I am at the BS line. If you want to give me a follow, what are you tweeting about, my friend, this weekend? Um, uh, 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 Saturday will probably be um, the barn burner, Bucks versus Nets. That's right. Then, that's right. And, and, then, and then Sunday, obviously, shout out to the schedule of gods for putting this in the afternoon, like most good games should be. Because then it gives everyone, all the wrestling heads, some time to eat some supper, maybe eat some gelato, and wait for the last but not least series of the AMA biography series, Brett, the Hitman Hart. I'm glad you mentioned I'm glad you mentioned the the time of this game. Again, game one, we'll talk more about it. Game one, Sixers Hawks, Sunday, 1 p.m. I believe it was ABC. It might be ESPN. I'm not even sure what, what network this is. I saw a lot of people on the, on, the, on the Twitter machine angry at the time. They did not like the Sunday at 1 o'clock time. I no, don't because, have a problem no, with because it. I think people want to like, once again, this is for the older uh, crowd that wants to like do stuff. Like, I don't know, maybe tailgate. I mean, knock yourself out. Oh, yeah, that. Sure. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. Fine. But I, I mean, I like to get it over with. Like there are some, some things I need to do in the morning. It will get done. And then it will give me some time to decompress and be right. Like when you get to a certain age in life, the earlier, the better is the only mode that you live by. And the earlier, the better, like it's go- like, we're taping this on Thursday. I had to give myself a pep talk to tell myself, try to stay up for at least a half of this Suns-Lakers game. Like, because mm-hmm. I haven't, like, if it's not on, like, anything after 10 o'clock, I'm, I'm not even turning on. Because, like, I just know that, like, I need to be getting ready for bed by 1030. I, I mean, I'm, like, it's, it's just, it's not worth it. Like, I, I mean, it's just not worth the, and, and, and one, maybe, maybe if I miss the greatest game ever, I can find, I could see on Twitter. Like I mean, like like unless it's the Sixers playing at ten thirty, I'm just not watching. Yeah, no, like yeah, like you said, like if if something starts at ten, especially if it starts at ten thirty, I'm out. Um, because again, like and like at, at a certain point in life, you know, you want to you want to say, can I get through a half? Yeah, can I get through a half of? Can I get through a half of the a uh, half of the game? If I can't get through the half, you know, if it starts at ten thirty, I'm not getting through a half. So I'm not even going to do it. I'm not, I'm not even no. going to try. But here's the thing, though. Like maybe I'm going crazy. But until like the and like until we get to the NBA finals, aren't most Sunday NBA games at like one and three thirty? Isn't that like the usual window of yeah. game like time, like one and three thirty? So, I think they were we, maybe we, thinking that um, that you might get a six p.m. and then an eight thirty p.m. Like I, or, or like on a Sunday? I no, I don't think <laughs> Sunday. And yeah, I Sunday's not, yeah. And, yeah, and I, I definitely yeah. don't think in the second round of the playoffs. I think you might have gotten that for like a first round game when you have like. Four games, four games going, yeah. Right. Like you yeah. might need the, but once the semifinals done, standard time, one, yeah. three thirty, seven yeah. or eight, and nine thirty or ten thirty. Yeah, no, like like one and three thirty is going to be probably two games on Sunday. It's probably going to be one and three thirty. That 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 sounds about right. So yeah, so I'm okay with that. You know, I'll just adjust the nap schedule accordingly and then and go from there. Like it's it isn't it's no big deal. Um, for me, again, I will be tweeting exclusively basketball this weekend because. Club soccer season is over, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Congratulations. Shout outs to the blues, baby. And I learned a new hashtag KBB. Wait, was it KTBFFH or something? Was it keep that blue flag flying high? That's it. Yes. Hashtag all that. Chelsea wins the Champions League one to nothing. Shout out to Kai Havertz. The greatest prize in club soccer is coming back to London, coming back to Stamford Bridge. Shout out to Chelsea. Shout out to Thomas Tuchel. And shout out to Christian Pulisic, the <laughs> first American on the men's national team to ever play in the Champions League final. Almost scored a goal. Almost had a really nice now, Roy, Now, now Roy, I, like, since this has become one of your bigger fandoms, yes. have you made this a point that in your sports life you would like to see a Chelsea game in person? I'm going to say the, the when, when I go to, to London – I will either see a game in person or I will go to, to Stamford bridge in person and just do a tour of the stadium that I probably, I will, I will plan my trip around the possibility <laughs> of that. Like I won't even go when they're not even playing because I want, I would like to see a game in person, if not 
I would like to see the stadium in person. That is that is my my, is my duty, is my honor, is my job as a fan of the Blues. Yes. <laughs> no, it's no, it's really, it's like, it's it's really weird. It's like once you once you kind of get, and again, and maybe it's just for me or whatever like that. But once you kind of get into Premier League soccer, and again, I understand like twenty percent of what's going on. I mean, I get, I get what's going on, but like. When they talk about formations and things like that, like I get a little yeah, like yeah, no, like you don't know the deep cuts, you know, like I don't know, you know how they have like I don't know, like the best of, like I don't know, like I don't know, like a playlist. You like you know the hits, and then you know the medium sized hits, but you don't know the like like the deep cuts that like that the EPL like heads are talking about. No, 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 no. Like again, like I know, like I know basic formations. Like when they say four, four, two, like I know what that is. Yeah. And, I, and like I know what positions are and stuff like that. Like I know who stinks and who doesn't. Like I can figure <laughs> that much out. But like if you like look at a, like a detailed breakdown of a game, like I couldn't tell you like what was going on like, and all, all, all that stuff. But but I, I do know enough to appreciate um, again what Chelsea was able to do this year um, in the Champions League again, winning the Champions League title. Um, again, club soccer is now over. Until I guess August, I think is, is when the uh, is when the Premier League starts back up. So now it's going to be all the 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 national stuff. So none of the the Euro twenty twenty is coming up I believe, <laughs> later this month. Um, so so it's time really, for the Euro twenty twenty. I'm all in, man. I'm all in, man. The, the men's the men's men's national team has a bunch of games coming up. Euro twenty twenty is coming up. Bunch of my guys from Chelsea are going to be on that Euro twenty twenty squad. Shout out to Reese James. Um, so yeah, so I'll be I'll be watching that too because again, it's June. I ain't watching the Phillies. Like, what do we think? What, yeah, what else yeah. are we watching other than the Sixers? Like, yeah, yeah, me. yeah, yeah. Definitely don't do that to yourself. No, definitely not going to do that to myself. All right, so we are talking about our local teams right now. No more soccer. We need to talk about the Philadelphia 76ers again. Pleasure and pain. The pleasure part, of course, coming with their game five victory over the Wizards. Um, as you mentioned to me off there. Um, a lot of fans of a certain player are very excited about the triple-double they saw from one Ben Simmons earlier this week. Here's what I have to say about this. If a man is a superstar, he needs to play like a superstar. So if no, Joel so, is no. out, oh, no, I need so Ben then, Simmons to be a star. No, no, I think I think what we need to do is we just need to properly classify Ben Simmons going forward. Yes. Like, if you tell me that he's a star, then what he's doing is fine. Mm-hmm. Even though at the at the price point, like I don't know, like I don't know, at his stature, it's he's frankly needs to do more. But like I don't know. But if you're, but if you want to use the the at double S, the superstar, mm-hmm. which is meant for a select few, and I think that means a little fewer than for you than it does for me. Mm-hmm. He is absolutely not a superstar. Like I, I mean, you know, you don't need to think about it when you see a superstar. Like when I see Jason Tatum, I'm like he's a superstar. Superstar. And, like, I don't know. There are a lot of dudes that are close. Like, is Donovan Mitchell a superstar? I don't know. Brad, I don't think Bradley Beal is. Yeah, I don't know. I don't – Jason Tatum's really close. Um, like, I don't – I got again, like you said, like, I have a I have a stricter definition on this. Although, I will say, my definition is, is expanding the more I see a guy like like um, Damian Lillard just go crazy um, in, in the playoffs and just drop 55 like But that. I think we can agree that Ben Simmons is not. Correct. And, and more a, importantly, yeah. is he can it, it is he a – I'm trying to think of the proper ver, uh, verbiage. Uh, it, it, can he be the second-best player on a championship team? I think he can. I really – I honestly believe he can. But the thing is, for the next – Probably, and I'm going to assume for the next series. Let's just say the next year. For the next series, Ben Simmons really, by all you know, you know, by, by all. Does he need measure, to be a superstar to win the series? I, I think he needs to. Well, okay, whatever you think, Trey Young is. I think he needs to be that. Okay, because again, like Trey Young is a Trey Young is at the very least. Wow, you star. think Trey Young's better than Ben Simmons? <laughs> well, no, I'm just saying. That, well, Trey Young, Trey Young is is performing at a very as a star level, like a, at a at a high level right now impactful like right, no, yeah you know, let me put it like that and more importantly impactful offensively because yeah. i don't know if people have gotten this to their head it's an offensive league mm-hmm. and you've seen in the series doesn't matter if it's a t-stifle if it's if it's ben simmons bradley bale is gonna get his and like it didn't matter like i mean stifle is a hell of a defender Beal had him in the blender as mm-hmm. as they like to say so don't give me like i don't know no good offense He's good defense in the NBA. 
99.9 times out of 100. So, and this is going to be a good test to see if can, but one, I, I mean, do the Sixers have a good defense without Joel Embiid? Right, and and that's the question. That's what we saw in Game Five, because again, Game Five, you, I mean, you wouldn't think that the Wizards would still be scoring that many points. Well, I mean, maybe you would because Joel Embiid's out there. Like the Wizards scored a lot of points in you, <laughs> um, in this series, nothing for nothing. And again, like Westbrook had his games, but he also had games where he wasn't like the most accurate person in, in the world. You saw Daniel Gafford, you know, have his have his way a little bit in, in the middle. Like, you, like the Wizards scored a lot of points and they got a lot of rebounds. And, yeah, and again, no, no, for me, Roy, I think that is. That's the key to the series is people want to want to put Ben Simmons at the five and that's cute, but you really need to rebound. You can't be giving like, and the Hawks are a heavy jump, heavy jump shooting team, heavy in the threes. You cannot let, and they have one of the best offensive rebounders in the league in Clint Capella. You can't give up offensive rebounds. Like, and the thing that people need to remind themselves is, the margin for error that they had against the Wizards, because they had a huge, like, I, mm-hmm. I mean, like, they played m- meh for, like, I don't know, I'd say 30% of the series, and they still won in five games. Right. They don't have that margin for error. Like, if, if you play if you play meh for a half, you're down 15. Like, I, I mean, like, and, and they don't have – and I don't think the Hawks have a great defense, but neither did the Wizards, and there were times where they shut the Sixers down. And I don't know what the Sixers' identity is in a seven-game series against a half-decent team. Let's call the Hawks a half-decent team. So the Sixers and the Hawks played three times this year. The Sixers won that season series two games to one, although none of those games came with everybody at full strength. Um, The Sixers' two wins came by a combined total of 66 points. They basically stomped out the Hawks. Um, and not again, a not fully healthy Hawks team. And then the, the one Hawks win came in that weird game where like everybody was on the COVID list, and Ben Simmons was hurt. And the Sixers had literally eight dudes. And I think like Paul Reed got like crazy minutes in that game. So we never really got a got a got a good look at the Hawks this year. But again, we saw the Hawks against the Knicks in the playoffs. Trey Young, twenty nine and ten, playing at a, a very good level um, against the Knicks um, in their in their five game series win. Um, but Chris, like you said, it's like look, they have two really good rebounders up front. Um, Clint Capella and John Collins, and they got a bunch of dudes who can shoot the lights out. They have Trey Young, Kevin Herter, uh, Danilo Gallinari. Probably got a couple other guys. I'm not even thinking of. No. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. Sweet Lou. They're gonna shoot. They're gonna shoot, 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 and they're gonna rebound, rebound, rebound. Yeah. And if what I saw in Game Five is any indication, I'm really concerned about this team rebounding the ball. I, I really yeah. can because they don't have a natural big man. Uh, with, with I mean, I mean, oh, you outside, do. Of, outside of Dwight Howard, who, um, who gets fouls like every thirty seconds, like right and. This is what you didn't want. Like, or, or well, this is what I didn't want is your season coming, like being decided by Dwight Howard. And I know he's been a nice hype man for everyone. And like, mm-hmm. I don't know, like keeps, keeps the juice up. There have been times when he's been bad and he's been more bad than good in the last, I'd say six weeks to two months. Like, I mean, he gets, he, he gets the, he'll get the quick 45 seconds in like I don't know, like like I don't know, like a like a like an offensive foul or just something, and that throws you off. And I don't know, if, and maybe Kyle Newbeck or someone said it. It's like you don't want your fate in like like you don't want if the white is bad, you're bad. So, but what's the solution? Like I mean, do you just pray you don't get out rebounded like crazy with Simmons at the five? I, it's a tough deal. And and one like if you if you put Dwight in with the sector like in the starters, then your bench is that much that much thinner. Do you want Mike Scott in with 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 lesser player? Like I, I mean like because then you're really gonna get your brains beat. And I think this is where the the lineups might factor in a little more than they would have in uh, in, in the Wizard series anyway. I'll let me I'll say this that in terms of just the, just in general length. Again, like the Hawks aren't going to be they're, – they're not they're not longer than you, okay, because what like – Collins is – I think Collins is 6'10", or Capella 6'10", Collins 6'9", one or the other. Um, so they're not that – they're not big. They're not significantly bigger um, than you. So, again, you can get away with – again, in theory, you can get, get away with, you know, having Mike Scott at your, at your center, having other big dudes, like, you know, having Ben Simmons play the play the five, five at certain points. That But, again, that being said, you don't have natural – a natural center to get those rebounds – 
if you had to split up the minutes at center, I guess, because I'm looking at the box score from game five. So Dwight Howard has 16 minutes. So obviously that's all at center. Um, who are your other guys at center? Who are your other guys at center? Well, I guess, how do you divvy up the other 32 minutes at center for this team? I guess that's the question. 20, 22, Ben Simmons, 10, Mike Scott. Yeah, and that might even be too much for Mike Scott. Yeah. <laughs> well, no, you're, you're, no, but, no, I mean, like, yeah, I mean, you could probably I mean, get away like, with that. But I mean, like, you want Ben Simmons 25 minutes guarding the center? Right. Who's, who's guarding Trey Young? <laughs> well, that's the thing, though. Like, but Ben Simmons probably wouldn't be guarding Trey Young all the time, all the time, anyway. Um, so I get, yeah, it's real, it's tough. I mean, it's really, it's really, it's really tough to kind of figure this out because, again, it's like Ben's, Ben's primarily responsibility wouldn't be Trey Young, but you do want him to guard Trey Young at some point. Like, Ben Simmons is, is a, you know, you know, we can knock Ben Simmons for whatever reason. Like Ben Simmons is a, is a high level defender. Yeah. Do you want him guarding, you know, Clint Capella all game? No. I mean, yeah. like that doesn't make that doesn't make sense. Because he's not he's not an offensive threat. Right. I mean, but you need to like that's the thing about Mike Scott being completely worthless, is I never see him down rebounding. I never see him like boxing out. Like, I mean, he's almost out of position every time. Like, I mean, like that's where these are the things that you didn't have to worry about like with, with Embiid is like you like that was offset. Like I mean, like you had to worry, but now and I don't know what your who like what your offense looks like. I I, I mean it, it doesn't look the same way as it did in game five with a lot of Ben Simmons screens, like I don't know, running things through Seth Curry. I mean I I don't know if you want Seth Curry running the offense for seven games. I don't <laughs> Yeah, that was that was a thought. I think it was either whatever whatever quarter that was, second or third. I forget which one it was. When Seth Curry got hot, I think it was the second quarter. Um, and they went to him like three straight three, three straight trips down the floor, and I'm like, God bless Steph Curry. He's hot. This yeah. is a lot. Of, this is a lot oh, of Steph Curry. Well, well, yeah, well, well, like I don't know. For times he looked like Steph Curry, but I, I'm sorry, I, Steph, like, <laughs> like maybe this is a series where you you, you lean on the rook a little more. I, I mean because. You need like and, and one he's gonna be able to get to the basket. He can draw Capella off his man. Like I mean, and and speaking of um, on offense, you need to make Trey Young work. I mean, mm-hmm. you need to, and and I don't like that's where like I don't know who he guards, but put him put him through the paces. Like I mean, post him up. Like I like that. That's where the Knicks just just refuse to like I don't know like. Back him down, like I, I like like obviously the guy's gonna put up big numbers. The guy's not doing anything on defense. Yeah, I would I would imagine they would have they would have Trey Young on 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 Seth Seth Curry, right? Seth Curry. Um, but that said, like you're right, like th- this offense again. Like I'm always again, I'm I'm weird like this because again, I'm from a time where you know basketball was like you know the 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 rule the unofficial rule was get to 100 points first and you win. So I was kind of break break up the game and you know all right, all right your team scores 100 points. How do you get this 100 points? Um, and so that's the way I think. So I'm thinking, so I think that and say, okay, Tobias will get you 22, 23, Ben will get you 15, 16, 17. All right. So that's roughly 40. Where do the other 60 come from? I think, as I mentioned to someone last night, like I think our Wednesday night, I think the, I think the key is whether it's Maxi or whether it's George Hill or whether it's somebody, I don't, I don't know who else it would be. You need to get probably somebody, somebody that you don't expect. It's probably gonna have to get you twelve or thirteen points like every night. Just a random dude. No, I, I think you need two of those guys four times. Like okay. I, I don't know wh- whether it's Danny. Dan, it's a combination of Danny and Seth. Mm-hmm. Like I don't da- Danny, Seth, Maxi, or Corkmans. I, I mean, don't, like you know, like you said, like you 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 need a hot Danny Green night. You yep. need. I don't, you're not going to get 30 points from Seth Curry. No, I but mean, you, like, you, might get, you might get 20. You might get a yeah, 20. Yeah, I mean, yeah. You, so like nine, then maybe yeah. you get more. No, I, I, I like that's like, but you also you can't have those dudes go donuts. Like, right. I mean, you can't have a you can't have a Danny Green. Nope, he's a score nothing. You need him to give you like six or seven points at least, and right. then hope that the Currys, the Corkmazes, and the Maxies just I don't know give you a spark. So, but man, like I like. So you're asking a lot from rookies. You're asking a lot from dudes that are that are that are like role to role players. I, I mean, like I don't I don't know who's who's the guy out there that that you put your faith in the most to do this. I mean, is it Seth Curry? Probably Seth Curry. Uh, just 
just given age and given again, like like we've seen a couple times this year, we've seen him get hot. Like we've seen him, get, you know, go for twenty plus. I guess my my other question is this. And let's assume for the moment that Joel Embiid is going to miss the series. Let's, let's assume that. We'll talk about Joel Embiid in a second. The second leading scorer on the Sixers team at the end of the series is going to be who? The second leading scorer? I, I assume Tobias is the first. I think that's a fair assumption. So who, who sure. is going to, who's going to be the second leading scorer on this team? Oh, my God. It sure as hell better be number 25. Right, better. Like, if it's 25, then how many? Give me, give, me a, give me a number, points per game. 16? Okay, so let me again. I hate to be, be this guy, but if Ben Simmons does score 16 points a game, can they beat the Hawks? No, that's that's, that's where I'm, I'm kind of confused because I think this team is, I think this team can beat the Hawks. I think it might it might take six or seven games. I think this team who's can, favorite? The Sixers are favorite. If the Sixers are favorite, no, 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 minus no, 200. In your, in your mind, do you think the Sixers are better than the Hawks? I think the Sixers can beat the Hawks, <laughs> <laughs> but, but you're saying that the Hawks are. Are in the better position to win the series. I think the Sixers can beat the Hawks. <laughs> I, 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 I just don't. I, I think the Sixers can be. I can't say. I don't know. No, uh, I know. No, I, I don't like know. no. I'll, I'll put it out there. You have to make a bet with your money. You got to make a five hundred dollar bet okay. with your money. Who are you picking to win? The I series? am putting my money down on the Philadelphia 76ers. and I, and, I, and because of due to experience and coaching, that's it. That's the only. That's the only reason why. I, I think they they can and should beat the Hawks. They have home court advantage. They have the better coach. And I'm not sure if this Hawks team is built for this moment. Therefore, I will go Sixers. You don't seem you don't seem convinced. No, I, I mean like if I, I don't I don't feel passionate either way. I don't. Like I, I mean they're I hate to say it, it really comes down to game one. I mean like you need to impose your will on you, you one, you can't you can't lose any games at home. You no, can't. But no. you need to – if you lose one of the games at home, it's it's a problem. It's a big problem. Like, I mean, like, not saying that the the hit factory is, is – you need to keep reinforcing that you're a really good team at home and you have the fans. You can't lose any games at home. Like, there are there – are, there are no – no, that's the margin for error. Like, you have – you cannot lose a game at home. Yeah, no, the Sixers have been borderline elite at home, you know, yeah. over the last you know two seasons more more or less. If you if you let the Hawks win, steal one of these first two games at home, they're going to feel really good about themselves. Yeah, and then if they go back, you go back to Atlanta, split they'll split one one. That's a, I mean, I won't say it's a bad sign, but it's not it's not it's not good for you. It's not it's not a good spot because again, they're not going to drop. They're not going to drop two at home. So at no. best, you come back two two, and again, they already know they can beat you on, on your home court. Yet it's not going to be. Um, a good situation. So let me let me again. I'm going to give you five hundred dollars. This is your money. You have to put it on somebody who wins this series. Sixers and seven, but there's a sixty percent chance I'm sol five hundred bucks. <laughs> and look, I mean, it's I, listen. Like I, I I understand that you know the whole Joel Embiid situation has cast a pall on this team. This team is still a really good team. I'm a little con- again. I'm I won't say a little concerned. I'm very concerned. Again, they won Game Five, and again they won by double digits, but it was pretty close. It was basically on the seesaw, as Mark Zumoff would say, for for most of the game. I'm a little concerned that the that the Wizards made it a game for so long because the Hawks are clearly better than the Wizards. What's what's the bigger concern from you for the series? Is it offense or defense? Uh, I'm seriously, it's offense. I still yeah. know. I, I was just consistent offense. Again, I, I, I'm score. just envisioning Roy a third, mid third quarter spin where you go five minutes without a bucket, where you, where you're on the road, like I, I and you and Trey Young's hot. You're a little scatterbrained in terms of what, like I remember in that in in the Wizard series game four, they literally couldn't not figure out what they wanted to do. It was like it, like there's a lot of standing around, like, and you don't have, uh, once again, that's the room for you don't have a you cannot go five minute four minutes without scoring and win the game. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, like maybe with Embiid you could have like a three minute span where you're just like kind of like floundering and you could cover it up. <laughs> Man, it, it really shows like Embiid's like worth five seats. He is. Yeah, no, I, I mean, no, like, he really is. So, like, he's the difference between a one for this team. He's the one seed or the seventh seed. 
Yeah, no, he he really he really is the difference between you know the one seed and, and kind of you know kind of that I want to say the the back end of the playoffs. They're Again, a playing he, team. Yeah. They're a playing team without Embiid. Yeah, no, he he, tra- he transform he transforms his team again. This team, yeah, like you said, this team is the Wizards. This team is Charlotte. This team is the, you know, again, yeah. the back end. Of the, I mean, I mean, they really. I mean, no, they, man, Charlotte, Charlotte stinks. Um, they're Indiana. I mean, like yeah. they're like they're they're basically that team without Joel Embiid. Speaking of which, let's talk about Joel Embiid for a second. Joel Embiid injured once again. Game four, he suffered a small meniscus tear on his right knee. Um, I don't know when it happened. There was a play where he fell down, kind of like. Fell on his butt, like fell on his he hip. He played for five minutes um, after he got hurt. Yeah, so I'm not sure when it happened. I'm not sure how it happened. Um, but this is when it, ha- it happened in the first quarter of the game against uh, in game four against the Wizards. Um, the team has him listed day to day. He actually worked out pregame part of game five. I just saw the clip um, before we went on the air. He actually worked out the little, you know, the little little shooting drills or whatever have you on the court prior to game five. Obviously, he didn't, didn't dress for said game. Team was listed, listed him day to day, which caused every every one of us to go to WebMD over the past few days to figure out what a, men, a lateral meniscus tear is and how serious these things are. Um, according to according to Woj, because Woj is the is the man who knows all things medical, he says that quote the injury will be managed with a physical therapy and treatment program, and it's all about managing the pain and swelling that Joel Embiid needs to go through. Um, I I knowing that he worked out prior to game five, I'm a little less worried than I was before. I just don't expect him back in the next week or so. I don't know how you feel no. about this. No. I, I mean there's there's a possibility for re-injury. Mm-hmm. And I know we don't want to think about next year, but do you and they're saying the right things of they they won't bring him out there if he gets if for the possibility of getting injured or like, how much does factor in? Do you want to risk him not being available for next season? Like, right. I don't know for, for this. Like, I, I mean, it's a real thought. I mean, this isn't November. <laughs> like, I mean, like, you're in June, July. Like, I, I mean, if if the guy has any sort of deep, like, like moderate surgery, is he even available to start the season? That's the thing. It's like I, I saw something that said that, you know, like, you know, with proper, you know, proper rest and rehab, you know, well, not proper, but I mean like full, like if you rest for, if you rest for six weeks and it kind of heals itself and it's fine, but if it takes longer than six weeks, then it's a problem. Then you might need surgery by that time. Like you said, like, you know, six weeks from today is already, you know, all, you know, July, late July, August. Um, and so if he's getting surgery in August and he's probably not going to be ready for, you know, the start of next season, hopefully it doesn't come to that. I, again, fingers crossed. Again, I'm not a doctor. I've not seen the, the MRIs. I'm not, you know, David Chow on Twitter. Um, but again, what I'm hearing, what I'm assuming um, from what I'm seeing is that maybe he misses this series and it's fine for the conference finals. But that but being you, said, but you got to get through the series. But that being said, how how effective is he going to be? Right. Like, yeah, is, is, is Joel Embiid going to play 36 minutes a night against the Nets? No. Like, I don't no. think he can. Like, I don't think it's possible. No, and, 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 and that's. I thought about this, and, and someone brought it up. It's like this season is kind of a surprise. I mean, like when the season started, and when they got, when they even when they brought in Doc, and when they brought in Daryl, and even when they made those trades, no one thought this team was going to be a top three team. I, I mean, I sure didn't. They're going to be like a four, like a fifth, maybe a fourth team. Like I, I mean, because I, I mean, everyone knew that it was going to be Milwaukee, New Jersey, like oh Brooklyn, and then like. <laughs> some segment of the heat and no one thought the Celtics were going to fall off the cliff. Right. So, and I don't know, like it, 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 co- it comes back to my feeling that do you think there's a window, but I mean, do you, how, how big of a window is it when like the guy, you don't want the guys to play 35 minutes in the Eastern conference final. Right. I, I mean like that, if, if you don't trust them to play 35 minutes in the Eastern conference final, why are you going to put them out there? Right. Well, that's that's the thing. It's like you gotta you have to hope that that you don't want to wave, wave the white flag, right. but I don't like like I mean like I want to give this another year. Like I, I mean I'm one of these people that don't doesn't believe you have a three year window with Joel Embiid. It's it's a year to year proposition. Mm-hmm. That being said, I mean why not go like I just don't want this to happen and the dude gets shut down mid game of his second game back and he's out for six months. Yeah, like he has to be either, against a, against a team that, frankly, you're probably going to lose to anyway. He has to be at a point, like you said. Like I, I don't think I put him on a. Like, as, look, the window is open. 
All right. Like, like assuming everybody, assuming he's healthy, the window's open. Like if Joel Embiid's healthy, this is part of your window. However, I can't put him out there. Like you said, I can't put him out there, but unless, unless I talk to Joe and say, like, look, <laughs> look, brother, can you give me, well, I mean, he'll say, yeah, but I mean, like I'll talk to the doctors and say, look, look guys, can he give me 30 minutes a night? If, it, if they say no, then it's like, you know what? It's not worth it. Like, I'm not going to, yeah. I'm not going to do it. Cause again, it's not like a, I mean, we've seen guys, you know, with meniscus tears try to, you know, play through them. Like we saw Andrew Bynum do it with the Lakers and he won a title, but he played 20 minutes tonight. And then Andrew Bynum was never the same again. Not not saying this is the same situation, but again, you don't want that. I mean, I mean, I mean, I don't want to say that's best, best worst case scenario, but I mean, they won a title, but he was, was never that. You don't want that. You no. want your, your, your goal is, is to maximize the healthiness of Joel Embiid for many years to come. And I guess the follow-up question to that is, with this injury, does it change your thought process on what you do in the offseason? I don't. That's a good, that's a good question. I don't. Well. Because cause wasn't this season supposed to be let it play out? Right. But, yeah, let, let it play out, see, see where everything falls. And, but and go from you can't there. do that anymore. You don't. You don't. Right. <laughs> so then now. It goes like, no, I, I mean, this is going to come back to, in my opinion, you are going to need to do something both to win a championship. Like, it's going to need, to, you are going to need to make a change with this roster. I don't know what it is. So, you cannot, okay. you cannot win with this iteration of the roster, even with a few tweaks here and there. All right. I'm going to give you, I'm, let me give you a scenario. Sixers, um, let me just give you a scenario. All right, let's say the Sixers eke out. What eke if out they of... lose? Now, what yeah. if they lose this? Like, and, and really, this the next, the rest of the playoffs is a referendum on Ben Simmons, man. I mean, like, like it is. And like, I mean, like he's got. I, I mean, show you can because I told you offline they need a they need an insurance policy, and it doesn't. And I don't mean bringing out Horford. You need an insurance policy to carry a team, and. I mean, what like like because for better or worse, I hate to say this is what you get with Embiid. You get MVP caliber play for a lot of the time when he's playing. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, he doesn't play all the time. Right. If no, no, you the the whole Ben. Yeah, like I said, this is a referendum on Ben Simmons, as we mentioned before. If Ben Simmons is that true double double S superstar that people claim he, he, he is, he, no, he they they beat, of, they beat the Hawks. Yeah, they no. beat the Hawks. If and, Ben Simmons gets his team past the Hawks. And they go to the Nets and they lose a game I'll five. Shut up forever, man. And they and they go to and they go to five games against the Nets. She's like, you know what? All right, that's fine. Like you did your job. You did your job. I get it. This is my yes. this is my expectation of you. If you lose to the Hawks, if you lose, oh, we we gonna we gonna light it up. We light it up. We light that cigar up, man. We talk we talking about this all the time because you have no business losing oh, to the Hawks. Oh, oh, oh so you're not, he's not gonna put a caption. He loves me. He loves me. Not with thumbs up. Yeah, no, like, no, like, <laughs> no, but I mean, like, but isn't this what we wanted? Like, I mean, we like, well, yeah, <laughs> no, like, I, I, because we're we've been playing in this limbo for two and a half years. We don't like, I mean, like, for all for all the elite stuff that he gives you, he the fact he leaves so much on the table that's reasonably able to get on the table. You know mm-hmm. how like the the Milwaukee Bucks said we didn't want to play with our food. Right. That's where all. That's what Ben Simmons is a lot of time. He's playing with his food, right? And I need him not to play with his food. No, and no. and this series, I can't believe a referendum is going to be a series against the GD, Hawks. Heat, the yeah. Hawks. Yeah. But I, I mean, like, but it's a fair test. And if you can't, yeah. this isn't like, this isn't like I don't know, like like mental level algebra. Like I mean, like this is a reasonable test for you to pass. The Hawks are a decent team. They're a Far, they are a very beatable team with the roster that you have, with with like with the coaching that you have, with the depth. Like, I mean, like this is on you, buddy. <laughs> I mean, like I don't like and and most reasonable fans will have a verdict on on Ben Simmons after this series. Like I don't know, like I like a reasonable fan. Like I, I mean, there will be fans that just that try to count every basket that he doesn't give up and says like I don't know, it counts for eight. <laughs> but no, but I, I mean. I just I need I need closure on this kind of iteration of the team. I don't want to like and then mm. I do no okay. like I need to know like who's going to be part of 
of the team that you go all in for. Because this is not this is not all in. This is like I, I mean, like like this is this is I, I mean, you got a second chance, and now you got to make the most of that second chance. And I don't know what what the hell you do. Like I, I mean, like what I do know is whether it's Ben Simmons t- turning into one or trading for one, you need a superstar that can carry the weight for when I hate to say not when, not if when MB gets hurt. Does he get hurt? I mean, he got he got hurt twice this year already, Roy. All right, so so let me let me run this, let me get some clarification on you because because you said you need you just said what sounded like a definitive statement, but I want to get some clarification. So, if the Sixers win, beat the Hawks, go play the Nets, losing five games, whatever, whatever like that. Let's say let's say Embiid does not play. Do you run this back or like what? Well, what do you do in the off? Let me just ask you the question. What do you do in the offseason? What do you attempt <sighs> to do in the offseason? No, like for. For me, the closure has always been we got to trade Ben. Like, I'm yeah, sorry. okay, all right. So I want to get you. I want to get you on the record that no matter <laughs> no, what happens, no, no, no. I need closure for everyone else. I've already had closure. Okay. I'm, I'm already confident, and like, I'm sorry. Like, I, I mean, I, I haven't. Thankfully, like, I have stayed steadfast in this belief for a long time. Is you need someone to, I, you need someone who can score, I, I, and like, I don't know. And and for me, it's the risk we're taking for giving up all the stuff Ben would get. Ben gives he gives you a lot of stuff. He yeah. does, but to give you the stuff that makes you a champion, I don't like. And it's not like Ben's not a winning player. He's not like he's a pretty like he's a very high winning percentage since he's been in the league. But does he have the championship winning percentage? Okay. Like I I mean like I just want to see him. Can he do this in two game three games against a Milwaukee Bucks team? Can he give you nine, nine, 19, nine and nine with the whole owning the floor? Like, I don't know, basically, like, I don't know, controlling the pace. Can he do that three times, Roy? Against the Bucks? Yeah. I think, I think he could. I think he can. Against the Bucks. I think, I think I, again, I think he's a good, I think he's a good player. Like, I think he's a good player. Can he do that? Sure. Will they win the game? I don't know. Probably not. No, but see, that's the problem, Roy, is I don't know what happens when he tries to get his, but they look worse. Right. I don't right. like, I, I mean, like l- the last game was the first game I've seen where he is trying to be aggressive offensively, basically do all his stuff. And they look really good. Mm-hmm. Cause usually it's, it just looks like, I don't know where he's, he's got, I've seen the game. He scored 40 points. They stunk in that game. Right. Right. They like, they needed the points. <laughs> like, like, yeah. Like, no, but like, I, I mean, it's a weird dynamic where, like, I want the, sh- I want a little, I don't want, I don't like, I've quit on the jump shot. I have, like, I, I mean, like, like it's like Santa Claus. I don't believe in that anymore. But mm-hmm. you know what? I do want, I do want that. I, I do want you finishing with your left hand more than one and a half times a, a month. I want <laughs> better. I want, I want six for nine shooting free throws. I mean, people say it's seventy five percent. Are you on top? Are you on drugs? You're never gonna get seventy five percent. You might get sixty eight percent. So you're gonna, live, you're gonna get sixty six and like it. Yeah, no, live <laughs> live with the sixty six percent on ten attempts. Give me ten attempts. No, give me give me eight and a half attempts again. But see, this is see, this is why this is the most frustrating. I I say this is the most frustrating athlete I've I've had the pleasure of watching in twenty years. Like I don't know, this is McNabb on like steroids like i mean like he is leaving so like we are, we are moving the goalpost every three weeks with him remember where like we're like oh he needs to develop that three next following year oh i just like sell for like those elbow jump shots next year man if you just improve on those three free throws 345 the next year just hit one free boy <laughs> it took him three games to hit a free throw boy like I, that will never not like like you know that that like me where like you have the kid where like his veins are popping out. That's me when I like I'm literally calling up in a ball like like that like that John Wall thing where he's like calling up, where he's I was like mortified once to see he was he was I'm sorry he looked terrified shooting free throws in in, in game four terrified. I I have again I think it was the beginning of the season <laughs> I have set said goalposts for Ben and they will no longer move. Again, I I'll what do are your goalposts. Like, my goalposts. No, like, here are my goalposts. Six for eleven from the floor, six for ten from the line, eight assists, 
eight rebounds, elite defense. So t- 18, eight and eight, and elite defense. And, and that's and, it. And you're not and you're not backing off that. That's ever. it. That's it. I'm again, like you said, I'm tired of thinking about the Easter Bunny. I'm tired of thinking about Santa Claus. I'm tired of thinking about the Great Pumpkin. I'm done with the threes. I'm done with the jump shot. I don't care anymore. But like you said, when the time calls for it, I want the John Cena ruthless aggression. I need that. Sometimes yeah. you need a basket, but sometimes I need Ben Simmons just to go downhill, get that basket, and not switch hands in the middle of the air, or <laughs> don't stop 10 feet away from the basket and turn around and pass ben the ball out to Steph has Curry. made me despise the Euro step. Despise it. I hate I because he is because whenever I because like because his, his Euro step is unnecessary. Don't right. Euro step because you're right next. It's it it just absolutely drives me bonkers. But but I, I mean but I, like no, it, it comes back to are you like so? There's no more like th- this is it. If you can't do that, you we, you you need to not be on this. You need yeah. to not be part of the future. Right, but I think he can do that. Like I think he can. You think that's reasonable? I think when? that's a, eighteen eight and eight consistently. When, when what? When is when, he going to do this? When's he going to do it consistently? Yes. Uh, uh, next year, I don't, like, I, don't, I don't have an answer for you. No, no again, the question is like, like how? No, and at some point, because Doc is like defending this dude to like the hills, which right. I mean, this totally. Coach. Like I yeah. mean, that that's his motivational tactic. I don't like. I mean, the last coach told on him to his dad. I mean, like, and, and that sure didn't work. Mm-hmm. So I, I mean, but at some point, even Doc is going to be like, "Yo," in his raspy voice. Get out of here! Like, that was, that was <laughs> what, was, what was that? <laughs> I don't know. But no, I, I mean, like, he's going out on a limb, and so is his teammates. And we've seen this play in play out way where the where the teammates just get sick of answering questions for another for a teammate. I think the yeah, no, I, I don't think nothing. I don't think anything changes in, until Joel says something. Like it's going to come down on Joel, and maybe and look, and maybe if they get if they lose to the Hawks, like maybe and maybe, you know Joel doesn't play, maybe Joel says something. <laughs> maybe says like, look, man, because and Joel has said something. Like he's alluded to it multiple times. Like he said, yo, Ben, you need to be more aggressive, blah blah blah. blah. But maybe this changes the whole factor because maybe Joel is sitting there on the sidelines, and maybe he's like a week away from coming back, and he's like, yo, all I need this dude to do. Is to be more aggressive on offense, and he rolls up in here with a 13, 7, and 9, and he loses six or seven games to the Hawks. Maybe Joel's like, Look, we got the, the windows open. Like, yeah. I could have been back for this net series. But the question more, is, you wanted to be more aggressive. But the question is, how much, how much pushback should you give a guy who misses 30 games a year? He's, I mean, look, he's an elite player. I mean, yeah. like, he's, I, he's your franchise. No, no I think this is going to come down to a kind of a collaborative decision between all. To between Embiid, Doc, mm-hmm. and Dow. I agree. Like they're like I, I don't agree. like for me. I love him, and he's uh, played board. He's played MVP level. I can't give Embiid autonomy on telling who. Like I, I mean, like he should have a say, absolutely. Mm-hmm. But he ain't El- he ain't LeBron. Right. He ain't he ain't KD. Like I mean, like I like I, I mean, and, until you can play sixty games. Give your opinion, but you're not like, yo, trade me or him. That's fair. Like, I, yeah, no, like, I, like, I mean, but it's a good, it's a good trio. It's not like you're like collaborating with Brett and Elton. No, no, like, yeah, these, like, I, I trust Joel Embiid and Daryl Morey and and Doc Rivers and not. More importantly, I trust them that if this is the move to make, they make the right move. Right. Like, I, I mean, right. this is like, like, I mean, I mean, you're you're giving up, like, no, and and someone. Said it like I don't know. I'm like someone on Twitter said it. Like Ben Simmons, like is one of the best number one picks of all time. Like, mm-hmm. like this is like you, you don't get this usually for number one picks. Like you don't get multiple times. Like you get good players, but I mean they hit it with him. Yeah. But but you need to. I'd say you need more if if, if you want to win something. Like if you want to win something significant. And 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 why not? Like I mean the last the next year or so like. I don't. I'm not planning for three years because it's the NBA. Things can change in like a month. Right. Like I mean, like next season's title is winnable. I don't, regardless of what moves. Like unless Kawhi goes to the Lakers. Like I mean, like and like the Nets are good. They're they can be beat. You just need to build a team that can beat them. And I don't think there's a team. Maybe the Bucks can. I don't know. That I'm really fascinated by that series. But 
a team can be reasonably built to beat the Brooklyn Nets. So for what you just said, that's why I don't think anything changes this offseason. I don't think, regardless of what happens against the Hawks or the Nets or the Bucks. So, whoever, ben, so ben Simmons is on this team next year. I think this is going to be this is going to be the actual team hashtag running back next year. I really do. Like I think Ben will be back. I think, well, obviously Joe will be back. Um, they'll probably try to resign Danny Green. I think they'll try to run this back more, more or less. I mean, maybe you have a somebody who's not Dwight Howard as your five. Because again, like you need to kind of get you need a body at the five that that's not you know that you can count on for twenty minutes a yeah. night. Um, but no, I think I think they're gonna run this. I think they're gonna run this back. I don't, I don't think anything. Let me say this: I don't think you'll see any significant change to this team until after next offseason. Because if nothing happens, if they don't win a title this year or next year, then you got it. You got to have that. No, see, I that. see. I think Daryl knows that there's no such thing as a window with Embiid. Like you, like you need to treat next year like it's the last year. You yeah, win. right. And I'm gonna say it. I think, I think somehow they get Kyle Lowry and they get another a, a score. I don't know who the hell it is. I okay. mean, if it's a, a Beal or a Levine or, or whatever, I, and like that's that's just my feeling on, like, there's no playing the long game with Embiid. He can't. Like, right. I, I mean, like your 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 window could be shut in like next month. Like, I like that's that's how tenuous. And I love – and who the hell doesn't? But you need an insurance policy. I don't know if it's Dame. I don't know if you can get Dame. But, like, that's a dude you need to be like, okay, here's the deal, dude. You played with crap for 10 years. Mm-hmm. So, obviously, coming here would be a wonderful idea because you actually have really good players. The problem is the best player is going to be out for 30 games. Can you handle – but he can handle it because he's done it. Like, right. that's the caliber of player you, you, you're going to need to win the championship. I don't disagree. And, yeah. And, and like, damn it, it's close. Like, I mean, like, like I, I mean, like, Ben Simmons, like, I, I, and that this is where you can't f up. If you were to do a trade, you cannot not get this wrong. <laughs> yeah, like you have to get this right. You have to get that. And like, sorry, you can't get Bradley Beal for Tobias Harris. <laughs> no, no, you can't get Tobias Harris, Bradley Beal for Tobias Harris, or Jason Tatum for Tobias, or Jalen Brown for <laughs> Tobias Harris. <laughs> Like any of those oh, 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 you don't think you get Jalen for Tobias? Of course. I don't think. So. Yeah, oh. yeah. Not with that. Not with that contract. No, you can't. No, you can't. You can't do that. No, so. no. You're like no, but this is no. But you can also. How often can you say I can reasonably get a superstar with a player who's not a superstar? Right. Like it's very rare. But again, <laughs> like like again, Ben Simmons. I mean, but, oh, say what oh, you want. Oh, but, oh, oh, but of course, the NBA like knows ball, and they like look. They they know how. Okay, so so. so so trade us for trade us. I don't know. Like, and it comes back. Damn it, Roy. They could have not been in this situation in December. I know they want to talk about the Tillman Fatita thing. If you would have offered what you would have offered him, and I and I know the world loves Matisse and, and Maxi, you'd have a superstar. You'd have the insurance policy, right? And you know who else wouldn't have the insurance policy? The team that you have to play in the next yeah, round. Yeah, the Nets. Yeah, like you like. Like, <laughs> like Roy, wasn't wasn't that like a move just to make just to not have them go there? I mean, yeah, I'm not I'm not typically team you know make a trade so you, the other team don't make a trade. But I would have understood in this situation because again, if you just did that, let's say you, you do that hypothetical trade, and you're facing the Nets with with with, with Irving and Durant, and you have Harden and Embiid, and again, assuming Embiid's not there, but you have Harden and then these other pieces. You got a pretty good shot. <laughs> you got a pretty good Boy, shot. If, if you replaced, if you did that trade mm-hmm. and you the same situation happened where Embiid's out for the series, you will have zero doubt that the Sixers beat the Hawks. Yeah, but see, the Sixers, the Sixers beat the Hawks in five, maybe yes. six, maybe six. And oh. again, like they probably. Oh, I forgot. He dribbles too much. Not a winner. That's right. Not a winner. No, that's no, why, winner. like, that's why, man, it, it's wild to think that, like, I don't know. And, I love those two young dudes, but damn, man, <laughs> it's James Harden. Yeah, no, he's, he's he's James F. Harden. I mean, like he's really good. Like again, we we saw that that Nets team go for well, we saw the three of them uh, go for 102 one night and then go for 96 the next night. I mean, this is what they do. Like these dudes score and they score a lot, and you're gonna have to score with them. And I'm not sure how you're gonna score all those points. And you darn sure aren't going to score all those points. And again, no, no matter how bad their defense is, you aren't scoring all those points without without Joel Embiid. But to close it out, is, yeah. is is getting to the Eastern Conference Finals a must? Yeah, you have to. You have to. You, you have to. I don't care. I don't, I don't care. I don't. Yeah, I don't care what happens. You have to. You are better. You could. You should beat the Hawks. I know Joel Embiid's not there. The Hawks are the Hawks. You so should, so 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 your prediction is he doesn't play in the series. 
My my prediction is he doesn't. My me prediction is, is he doesn't play. I don't think he plays. I, me, I wouldn't play him. I wouldn't play him. Um, maybe he plays game five or six. To be honest, I I I, I, I would I would shut him out for this week. For the season? Yeah. Really? Yep. I see. I don't. I don't, know. I don't think it, I'm. I'm again. I'm not a doctor. I'm not going to be that dude. I don't think it's that bad. If he if it was that bad, I don't think he would have been on the court before game five. That's a good point. So, like, if he's out, if he's dribbling, if he's taking jump shots or whatever, again, he's not moving around like normal. But and I, mean, I guess this is the same cast of bozos that 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 ran the medical department before. But right. I mean, like, it, it it it, and I trust that the people running the team now, like Doc and Daryl, realize they're going to be here next year. Right. They don't have to worry about their jobs. Right. So no, like, 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 because that has a lot to do with it. I yeah. mean, like, when like you're trying to like when you're Brian Colangelo, you're trying to like save your job year to year. Maybe you just error, like, I don't know, like, throw caution to the wind and be like, YOLO, put him in. So, yeah, no, I mean, yeah, like, let's run this back. If this was, if this is Brett Brown, if this is Brett Brown still here. Brett Brown's like, yo, man, like, yo, can we get to do it on the court? Because yeah. this might be Brett Brown's last year. I mean, yeah, yeah, Doc's not like he's a Doc's not worried about his job. Daryl's not worried about his job, you know, so it's a different, it's a whole, like you said, it's a whole different scenario uh, when it comes to that. So, hopefully, we'll get an update on Joel and be the next time we are on the air. We only have a couple minutes left. I didn't know we we're going to talk about the Sixers that long, but I do want to talk WWE because the company sent out a text message earlier this week saying that they were releasing several talents due to budget cuts, including Braun Strowman and Al- Alistair Black. The budget cut thing might sound funny to some people because the WWE also had the most profitable year in history, $131 million in net income in 2020. Chris Domingo, do you think something's on the horizon? I'm an accountant, so I just follow the numbers. I feel like, and I saw <laughs> that uh, first quarter of 2021, they made $40 million. Mm. So, I mean, like, I feel this is, they're getting their, they're, they're getting their bottom line real nice. And I, I mean, maybe this is the longest storyline in the history of wrestling. Where, like, I don't know, like, I don't know, like, like, I don't know, someone, I don't know, I don't even know who runs NBC. But, I mean, like, I don't know, they just do an invasion storyline. We're like, I don't know, like. <laughs> NBC Universal Invasion? Yes, 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 something, do something corny like that. No, I mean, like, I, I mean, he's old. He, he He's an old dude. And, and I, and, and he likes money. And I don't know, like, and, and like, we've been talking about, like, I'm going to give, like, I, I mean, the thought of giving it to your family is a cute idea. It really is. Mm-hmm. But if you're, if you're, if you're, if you have four billion with a B, like, I, like that's why when like I I I saw that um that CM Punk like I don't know that pipe bomb promo where he's like Vince millionaire could be a millionaire who's a billionaire. No, he's actually a billionaire. Mm-hmm. CM. So I mean, like you could probably throw that. No, I mean, like that's four bill. Like I I think I think they said it, they, it could fetch three to four million billion dollars. Sounds about right. You're yeah, Vince. I, think, I mean, like, yeah. like, do you just take that and just like roll off in the sunset and just like I don't know, you have like I don't like I don't know what you can do to like keep your like your family employed there because you're not gonna fire Triple H, you're not gonna fire Steph, but I mean like I don't know. I mean it's hard to like I don't know turn down four billion dollars. But I think the I think the question to us is how is this gonna change what we watch? Well, two things. Two one one people build people build stuff all the time and sell it and still have a place yes. on the board. Still have a place on the board. Still have a place on creative control. So yeah. So my assumption is that they'll sell the WWE for somewhere around, like you said, three to four billion dollars. Vince will have some level of creative control for at least a year or so. Like you said, Triple H ain't going nowhere. Stephanie ain't going nowhere. Like whoever, whoever, whatever family members are want to be in a business, they're not going to go anywhere. Second, though, about what happens on the what the product that we see on the on the on the uh, TV, I think that changes a little bit because again, like we've seen, you know, certain cases where, you know, like Vince will just throw a bag at a dude, Brock Lesnar. It's like, hey man, I want Brock to show up in Survivor Series. Hey Brock, here's ten million dollars. Show up. I'm not gonna. I'm not sure like, if we'll no. see stuff like that no, anymore. No, like no, you won't. Like right. I mean, because there are things called checks and balances. Like yeah. I mean, Vince do- Vince doesn't own the checkbook anymore. Right. Right. So, and which is, is why you saw the cuts. Bad, is that a good or a bad thing? Uh, I, th- I think it's a good thing. I don't know. Like, I think well, it's no. On, on the flip side, you don't get to give guys money, but you also don't. You don't get the at whim that at whim. Let's give Cam Velasquez three million dollars to like do something like I like no and like like Vince is his own worst enemy a lot of the times. Like I, I mean, where like he's like I, I mean like 
it's wild to see like a lot of these folks like leave WWE and just talk about like it's it's not like they're saying Vince is a terrible guy. He's like he's just damn hard to please. Right. And like I don't know, having to like go through your job every day trying to please a person has to be just frustrating as hell. No, and it has to be super, super difficult. And we'll talk about more about this uh, later. We don't have we have to get out of here. But again, like it's going to be a really different if and when it happens. And it's probably yeah. No, be- I think this is a I think this is a a eighteen month thing. We're like no. people are just expecting oh Fourth of July W. No, that's not how that's not how acquisitions happen. But I guess Twitter doesn't realize that. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, I, I'd be surprised if something happens by the end of this year. But but we, but we will see. But we will talk more about this again next time. On the show, keep it locked. Same bat time, same bat channel. Again, follow us wherever you get your podcast and on 106.5 FM, WPPM, LP, Philadelphia. Until next time, we are out of here. Mr. Domingo, take us out, please. Have a great weekend, everyone. See you, guys. ready to cheer on Team USA. Sign up for Xfinity Internet and get a Flex 4K streaming box free and Peacock Premium included. Can your internet do that? Restrictions apply. Not available in all areas. Peacock subscription required. Xfinity, proud partner of Team USA. Why? When you can. (laughs) Why? When you can. (laughs) Taste the thrill with Coca-Cola and Six Flags. Save up to 50% on tickets with promo code Coke at SixFlags.com.